if you lack the confidence to put that out there, the person you're there to serve will never know. And it might be what saves their life. It might be something that will save them time. But if you don't do that, then they don't get the benefit. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Did you know that I have a free Facebook group that goes along with this podcast? It's called Imperfect Party. Creative, I know. It's a place to boost your business, body image, and mama mindset. You can ask for advice, get feedback, or maybe even make a new friend. We dive deeper into the topics discussed on the podcast, as well as support and encourage each other on our imperfect journeys. You can find it at facebook.com backslash groups backslash imperfect party. See you there. Have you ever decided to do something and then your head gets in the way and just talks you completely out of taking action? You get nervous and you start to question whether or not you should or you shouldn't, and then you just decide to forget the whole idea altogether? Spoiler alert, that's your lack of confidence hijacking your plans, lady. Today I'm chatting with Kate Herford, who's going to walk us through her five-step process for facing those feelings head on and working through them. I'm telling you now, it's good stuff. You're going to want to buy a cute journal after this episode. Let's jump in. Kate, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for coming. I don't know. Do, should I say thank you for coming? That's weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for being on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. <laughs> awesome. So it's crazy. I'm here in Virginia and you are all the way in Australia. And yeah. we met in some random Facebook group and now we're podcast buddies. That's crazy. I know. I know. It, but isn't that the way it goes? It's lovely how, you know, now we can just meet on the internet with a common theme. And, you know, what attracted me was your photo of you being imperfect. And I just went, oh, my God, I love that. So here we are. Here we are. I know. Sometimes I talk a lot of smack about social media and it being um, sort of a weird little world that I'm not used to because I feel like you know, I'm an 80s baby, so I haven't always, like, I haven't grown up with a cell phone in my hand, so sometimes it feels really weird to me, but then I meet someone that I like, and I'm like, oh, all right, so maybe this thing's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to have you here and learn all about how we can all up our confidence a little bit with you. I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah, cool, cool. So, I was checking out your website, and I think that I have it hard with two kids. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. But you have five kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have two birth children and, you know, I, I divorced. Um, you know, that was one of those things that being a mum, I, I got lost in what it was being a mum and realised that I actually wanted more for my life and it meant not being married anymore. And when I split, I knew that for me in the future that the, the man that I was going to, you know, who would be my, my next partner, I was pretty sure he'd have mm -hmm. kids. And so I decided that two wasn't enough, so I picked up another three. <laughs> but it's very similar because my partner, uh, Bernsey, I won't call him Jason because he doesn't answer to Jason, um, <laughs> Bernsey actually has two other stepchildren as well. 
So oh. that, when we first got together, there were seven kids oh, and then wow. the two older ones moved out. So, um, yeah, yeah. So if two's not enough, just go and collect a few more, you know. Oh, my gosh. And they're like teenagers too, right? Most, most of them. Yeah, yeah. We've got um, a little miss who's just turned 11 and then we've got two 14-year-olds uh, uh, What are you, and the, the two older ones are both 16 at the moment and one turned 17 in December. So, yeah, four, four boys and a girl. Oh, four teenage mm. boys and a mm-hmm. girl. Oof. All right. Well, what's your biggest piece of advice for other moms who are trying to balance family life and business life? Can you give us some insider tips with all those kiddos running around? I, I don't believe there's balance. It's priorities at, a t- at whatever time. So, and, and I think that's something that we need to look at for mums is that especially when they're little, like you, you think there's this um, perfection that you have to have in balancing life and work and, God damn, it gets yeah. ugly and messy and you know you feel this stress that oh, I'm not there for my kids but oh my business is suffering yeah. and I think there is no balance it's all about you just have to prioritize each moment of the day what what can you be mm-hmm. doing and how can you be doing it instead of oh my god I'm not doing it um and then you start to beat yourself yeah. up about it That's yeah I mean yeah well it's, I mean I'm where you were back then because I have the one-year-old I have one-year-old Jack four-year-old Ruby I'm still teaching, you know, full time and doing a business. And um, yeah, it's it's a balance, you know, and starting the podcast. It's kind of like that's a little bit of extra time right now, but it won't always be. You know, there's a little bit of a learning curve when you start something new. And then, you know, like there's little seasons of I'm busy with this and now I'm concentrating on them. And then, you know, it kind of goes back like it's it's always hopefully by the end it's all balanced but I think what you're saying is that every day isn't necessarily equal equal time for everybody every day is that what you're saying yeah or absolutely. am I just making that absolutely. my and, message for me yeah I'm just making you making that you're making that stuff up um no well, I think that's 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 exactly right because you know life just throws curveballs mm-hmm. at you and you know you can have the best laid plan and it all turns upside down. I was going to say something else, you know. Oh, you can. I um, push the button. You know, yeah. I push the button when I registered my <laughs> podcast for explicit, just so we don't even have to worry if anybody says everybody can say whatever they want, except for talk about weight. Then I'll beep you if you talk about um, any sort of numbers or BMI charts. <laughs> I'll beep you. But uh, you can say whatever you want, other than that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, But yeah, like it can just get so Mm -hmm. messy in a day. And I, I, you know, I use a diary and I I set three priorities for the day and rarely do I get them done. Yeah. You know, because you, you, like what you're focusing on can change in an instant uh, unless you are really OCD about like, I have to do this Mm -hmm. and get it done. Uh, I, I go with the flow a lot and it's the same with the kids. You know, you, you've, you, yes, there's a bit of a regiment that you can have with them and regiment's probably yeah. a bit harsh, but, um, you know, you get them into yes. routine and they drive you crazy, but then the day doesn't always go as you plan and you just got to roll with it. So, yeah. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I totally get that. But today, you know, you're here today too also to really talk to us about how to up our confidence game, Right. And I was kind of thinking maybe this is like a little scare tactic, but what do you think happens if people just kind of ignore this? Like they don't really feel confident, but they don't really have time to work on it. So they're just going to push it to the back burner and kind of ignore it. 
what do you think happens? Well, I think if you're you're not looking at building your confidence, there's all these limiting beliefs that we have come in and we can get stuck in not actually doing the income producing activities in our business. And, you know, uh, we're in business to uh, help other people. That's that's one of the first things. Oh, yeah. People say, oh, I want to help, you know, such and such. And, you know, I want to be able to make money. But if you don't have the confidence in yourself to put yourself out um, and promote what you're doing, then your business can't grow. Like it's really difficult. If you don't have the confidence to let people know what you do, how you do it, how you can help yeah. people, then well, you don't really Yeah, have I was going to say, no, and, you know, yeah, no one even knows you exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. Or you, and like this is the network marketing experience, is that you all of a sudden go, ah, oh, this is what I do, blah, and you put it all out there. But there's no follow-up. It's, ah, uh, I just have to yeah. do it. But it's, you you have to look inwards for confidence. You, you can't, it's not something you can get from the outside. You have to look at the inside. And I know for myself, there's so many limiting beliefs that come up. Um, I'm not good enough. I'm who'd listen to me. And and there's all these things that we drag from our past that stop us from actually um, moving forward and taking that step. And I think it all comes down. These all sort of lead into what is confidence to you and lack of confidence will stop you growing Mm -hmm. your business. And I, I, I hands up. I know. Because I am the master <laughs> at some of this stuff. <laughs> and and that's why I think I attracted, you know, was so attracted to you, Imperfect Action. That's what I'm all about. You've just got to do it, even though you might not be confident. Yeah, confidence comes by doing it. But it's so scary to do it yes. before you feel confident. So it's sort of a re- weird catch-22 where you have to do it to feel confident, but you feel like you can't do it until you're confident. And then you... What do you do? You know, it can really freeze you up if you don't work through that. And I think a lot of um, what I've seen a lot of Facebook groups, if there's uh, a question that's asked around, you know, what's stopping you in business, um, confidence and experience are two of the main things Mm -hmm. that come out. And, you know, when you delve deeper into that, it's like, who'd listen to me anyway? Uh, I feel like a fraud because I don't have experience. I'm just starting out. So it's it's in those moments that you go, okay, well, you can't get, as you just said, you, you can't get experience unless you're confident to put yourself out there. But if you're not confident, uh, you know, you, you, you're not in business. You're, you know, hanging around on social media and not really putting yourself out there. So uh, you, you, it's, you just got to yeah. do it. Give it a go. Yeah. Um, in, yeah. Your, in some of your stuff online, I was reading about, um, you mentioned the term imposter imposter syndrome can you sort of elaborate on um what that means and how it can show up in people's life or business yeah absolutely I think imposter syndrome is really about you know you you don't feel like you should be where you are and who are you to be giving people advice uh, or offering a service when there's so many other people out there uh doing what it is that you want to do And I know we, we we tend to follow, we find people in our own market. We go, oh, my God, I want to be just like them. And the thing is, you're not going to be like them because you're mm-hmm. you. And I think this is, this is where I, I really work with my clients on, 
the fact that um, it's your life and your experience. And when you can be comfortable with your experience and everything that's made you who you are, then you're going to attract someone to you for all the reasons, um, all your experiences. You know, you might be attracted to someone, a leader in, in your industry, because they have quite certain qualities that you love. Uh, but when you're looking at your business, it's who are the people that you want to help? Who is it that you want to attract? And when you can do that imperfect action, put yourself out there, they will love you for who you are and what you do. But I think we compare ourselves to other people and we think, oh, I have to do what they're doing. I have to be like them when you're mm-hmm. not them, you're you. And it's about you have to stay in your lane. Like look at who you are and people, when, when you get your messaging right on social media, when you're authentic, when you're, you're confident enough to be you, the right people will come to yeah. you. I can just be myself. <laughs> Imagine that. You'll come yeah. right. And then just kind of build build on that. I love that. Mm-hmm. So can you kind mm-hmm. of like walk us through your five-step process? Yes, yes. The first step in this is we all have this feeling that will come up and we go, oh, my God, something comes up and you stop yourself from taking an action. And it's through that lack of confidence So what I want you to be clear is, what are you doing when that happens? Uh, You know, is it that you're, let's take this podcast, you know, I'm doing a podcast. How do I get people on, on, on my show? And it's, well, I've got to put myself out there. But if you stop yourself and uh, you don't take the action, what is it? What is it you're doing? Um, What do you, are you tending to move towards doing? Mm -hmm instead of doing what you're supposed to do. So if you know that you, you've got to go out and contact people or to put out a social media post and you're not doing it, what's coming up for you? And then we can delve into step two, which is the feelings around you not doing an action or that lack of confidence around the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Like I was saying in the beginning, like sometimes just I didn't, I was freezing up like I didn't know how to act on social media. So I can like literally picture myself with these steps. Sometimes I'll go to comment on somebody something and I I like to fancy myself pretty funny in real life. I feel like I, most people tell me I'm funny, but sometimes I, when I'm like typing out things, I start to get nervous and be like, oh my gosh, what if this isn't coming across right? What if this is like... I mean, I don't really think I'm like offensive funny, so that's not really part of it. But, you know, it's like, what if this is like a miss and people are like, what is she even talking about? Yeah. So then that would be number one, like I'm commenting. And then number two, my emotions around that would be like, I'm I'm just nervous. I'm nervous that it's not going to hit right. Or, you know, I'm just like, eh, this might not be sounding or it's not going to translate right. Or maybe people aren't going to think it's funny. And then I will, I will have found myself like, deleting the whole comment and being like, never mind, this is too much. <laughs> I yeah, just uh, uh, overanalyze, get stressed out. And I'm like, I'm not going to comment. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm not engaging. You know what I mean? So then like, what am I, you were saying, what are you missing out on? I'm not online like I'm supposed to be to grow my business, engaging with people. And so then I'm just invisible. Yeah. You know, I'm not showing up in my business. So it's 
just hearing those two things, I'm like, oh yeah, I can like walk, think of a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. People could be doing these things. Oh, absolutely. Like it, it, it can, can be in every aspect of your business. And, you know, what I've now got next to my desk is a little notebook and I sort of work through this as, as I go. And it, it's about the curiosity of what you're feeling and it, it even it goes down to how are you then sitting? How are you, what's your posture like? Uh, are you nervous? Are you thinking about, oh, I'll just go and do something else? Instead of mm-hmm. sitting with the discomfort of like, why am I not doing the thing? Uh, be, be really curious about the emotions that are coming up for you because there's something in that. There's something causing you to not take the step forward. And if we can be really curious about what that is, then we can look at our thoughts as well. And that's step two, step three. So number one is um, be aware of when that lack of confidence shows up. Number two is what mm-hmm. are you feeling? And, and you really do need to be look at your body posture, um, your energy, your vibe, uh, and then are you happy, you're sad, you are feeling stressed, what emotions come up? And then what are the thoughts around that? What do you then tell yourself? about what you're thinking and feeling like because I think uh when when this comes up it's those limiting beliefs that will come up so Mm -hmm. it's it's all those thoughts I'm not good enough uh that that come up when when you look at uh your comment if if it's a comment on social media or you go to do something you don't want to feel small you think oh who would listen to me anyway like if we're using that social media uh type thing Uh Who would listen to me anyway? Or, you know, oh, someone else did a really good post, so I'm not going to comment. Or if I put that comment in, you know, sometimes you just want to go, oh, I just want to slap you and just go, like, get to, like, seriously, you just got to take action. Or, you, you know, and you want to yeah. do that. But then if you come across as being harsh, someone can then, you know, make you, make you feel bad about what you do. So I think it's, mm-hmm. it's very much about look at what are the, memories that come up with that thought and this is something that I think um, it's all tied up in confidence because a lot of our confidence comes back to the stories that we've told ourselves and it comes back to childhood and and this is where it, it is a really big deep dive and you, some some of your listeners might be going no, no, no that, that's crap that's that's not what are you talking about but I think yeah. Uh, when you really sit with those thoughts, that there'll be stories that come up. There'll be a look or a, a moment that is from the past that you're replaying again and that's why you're not taking the action. The, the moment that you're hesitating, there will be a pattern of stories that have are in this instant making you not take that action. And that's the confidence to go, well, you know, that was in the past. I'm me now. Yeah. What action can I take now that's not based on a story from the past? And mm-hmm. this is this is where it really is uncomfortable for a lot of people because they go, oh, no, I just can't do it. But you've got to dig deep. And when you can dig deep and go, why am I telling myself I can't do it? What What is the story around me not stepping forward and taking the action that I need to take? Where does that come from? And and mm-hmm. so this, it can be in every thought that you have that 
where you think I can't step forward. Okay, so what is a memory? What is a story that is attached to that? And how can I make sense of it to go, well, no, I, I need to do the damn thing. Uh, how can I now do it and take that step forward and break break away from that story that I've created that's that's been replayed in my head over and over again? Yeah. Deep. Crazy. Real deep. Yeah. We, we, mm-hmm. we, we dropped the tone there because we got a bit deep. Hmm. I know. We're like, hmm, all right, okay. Well, um, so the next step is the one I really like because I have honestly – I hear people talking about serving your clients, serve these people, go in a Facebook group, serve them, serve them. But I, I just, well, I'll let you talk because you're here for a reason. But um, this one, this one's my favorite, everybody. So pay attention. <laughs> what you've got to get present with is it's not about you anymore. We, we all sort of talk about, oh, if I can just help one person. So if, if you step back and, and you don't take the action, that you've got to do in your business. You know, we're we're in business to help people and that's what it is. So if you can then look at what is that memory and how is it making me feel? Why am I not moving forward? You can then flip it and go, okay, that that person that uh, I'm here to serve, if I don't step forward and connect with them and share what I'm doing, how is their life going to be impacted? Like what are they not going to get in their life because you're not confident enough to step forward? Um, yeah, I love, I just love it so much because I I feel like especially women and moms, we are used to putting other people first and not that that's really a great habit to have, but I have never thought about when I don't post like who's missing out on hearing my message? I never have thought about that because I feel like you're so caught up in your own, in your own mind and what's going on with you and all your insecurities and you're just so in your head, or at least I am when I'm when I'm going through this, that you don't even like I've, you know, I didn't even think about who will miss out on the amazing stuff that I have to say if I don't yeah, post it. And, and I think that that's where it is. It's such a different way of thinking when you're in that moment of will I, won't I, will I, won't I, will I, won't I. Uh, it's, and, and quite often we don't get the feedback from people, especially when we're on social media. Uh, you know, I've had times where I've posted something and no one's engaged. Like there's not a like, there's not a comment. Mm-hmm. And a couple of months later someone will go, oh, that post, that, <laughs> that. I was like, what? You didn't, for God's sake, it fell silent. I didn't think anyone saw it. And, and there are so many reasons why people don't see stuff on social media um, because the algorithm and there's all this sort of stuff and the time of day you post, all that jazz. But it's like, my God, I didn't think anyone saw it. I didn't think it, nobody commented, nobody took notice. And that's the thing. A lot of the time in business, people won't be commenting, they'll be watching. It's this voyeuristic, you know, thing, you know, sit back and watch. So your message quite often you don't know how your message is going to land with anyone. But if you're not putting your message out, then the person who's lurking and not commenting isn't going to get the value from it. So you've really got to think when you're doing something, whether it be, you know, selling your program, actually selling your program or, um, you know, promoting your podcast or promoting your products or goods. It's if you 
lack the confidence to put that out there, the person you're there to serve will never know. And, and, and it might be what saves their life. It might be what changes the relationship with their children. It might be the product that makes things easier in the household. It might be something that will save them time. But if you don't do that, then they don't get the benefit. So I think if you can really keep focused on that one person that you're there to help, if you don't take the action, what is it that they're missing out on? What aren't they going to yes. get? Yeah. Yes. And then the last one is also another one I've never heard and I think yeah. is really cool. So you say that we should write a letter to the person who would benefit from the outcome and then sign and date it, like a little contract. I love, I, I just, I keep saying I love that. I love that. But I do. I was like, oh, neat. I, I think that idea is just so awesome. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like, why do we have to sign and date it? It's so official. <laughs> It makes you focus on what it is mm-hmm. that you're helping them with. And if you sign and date it, it's a bit of a twofold. You can look back and see how far you've come. You can, you can then make mm-hmm. a note of, because this five-step process, if you do it regularly when things come up, you can then track a pattern. You can, you can go back through this stuff and go, oh, my God, I had this same thought like six months ago or, you know, it might be two weeks ago mm-hmm. or three weeks ago. It depends on how often you, you feel you go through this, this process, this five-step process. And if you keep a diary and a note, then when you're dating it, you can go, oh, oh yeah, okay, I can see a pattern. Uh, right, there's, there's something I need to take care of because it's happening again. Uh, I've I, I realised that I'm doing yeah. it again. How can I overcome this this issue that I can now see that there is actually a pattern of behaviour that I'm going through that's not having me step forward? It's I'm, I'm lacking confidence in something. Who can I then go to to get help? Uh, so there's that when, when you realise yeah. that it's something that you're continually doing and you feel that you're unable to change that for you, then it's like, okay, right, now I can find someone mm-hmm. to reach out and, and get some help with. Uh, the yeah. other thing is you can look back and you go, oh, man, I mastered that. I remember when uh, I, I wasn't taking that. Yeah, and now <laughs> boom, doing it, taking that team perfect action. Yeah, the first time I did it, I screwed it up, didn't work, whatever, move on. And, and, and you can then yeah. start to develop that confidence that, yeah, yeah, I just, I just did the damn thing. I took the action and I remember how I had that thought coming up. I mean, like, really, what was I thinking? So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really confronting to, to actually go, I'm actually going to sit and write to someone and let them know that I'm, I'm working on this for them and, and this is the benefit they're going to get from it and then sign a date. That's, that's discomfort for you. However, it's also yes. so empowering because it's like, okay, I've got this. I can, uh, yep, yep. If, if I don't do this, this person won't gain this benefit. <sighs> take a breath. Just get over it and just yeah, like take that imperfect action and get it done. Yes. Love it. All right. Well, we got pretty deep today. We're like going back to some childhood memories that are not so fun. So I'm going to ask you a quick fun question because you're uh-huh. at the imperfect party. And so I want to know what is the best party you've ever been to? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the 
and, and it's sort of a concert party type thing. Pink Floyd, the Wall concert in Berlin back in 1990. After the wall came down, we were like 50 metres from the front of the stage. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. And, and we had to step back that far because it was such a big stage. We couldn't see it all. So, and there, there wasn't anyone standing in front of us. Uh, there, were, there were a few people, but we had this great view and that was the best, best. And it was just thousands and thousands and thousands of people all there for the same reason and having a great, great afternoon, evening. And yeah, it was brilliant. Brilliant. And I, I just remember Cindy Lauper. She was, she was fantastic. She was the standout for me on that night. And oh, it was wow. just one of those moments in history that you're there, you know, who is this little Aussie girl, you know, sitting um, <laughs> in Berlin um, at this uh, momentous occasion, uh, you know, that, that was just awesome. And, you know, we partied on into the night and, yeah, it was fantastic. It was really cool. Wow. That's going to be a hard one for anyone else to beat. Oh, just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So where can everybody find you? I said, you know, I'll link your, all your stuff in the show notes, of course, but um, social media, where do you hang out? What, where can we find you? Okay, so I'm hanging out uh, on social media, Kate Herford. Now, I've got a business page, which is Kate Herford Coaching. And, you know, I'm open to having new friends. I always want new friends. So, you know, you can you know grab me on my personal page. Everything I do is public. So, you know, if you type in Kate Herford, so let me just spell it. Herford, not Hereford, the cow. You know, most people get it wrong. There's only one E, H-E-R-F-O-R-D. Um, and, you know, I've dabbled with Instagram and LinkedIn and then my website is kateherford.com.au. So love to connect with you and um, get some imperfect action happening because if we can all take that imperfect action, we're going to rock it, rock it in business and rock it in life. Yes. I love that. I wish I would stop saying I love that, but this is just my imperfect party where apparently I say I love that all the time. But I was also thinking about how you said rocket and then you just talked about your favorite party and that was definitely rock rocking. So I'm just all up in my head. Anyways, thank you, Kate, so much for being here. It was so awesome. I am actually like excited to go out and buy a new journal I'm going to use this as an excuse to get a new notebook uh-huh. <laughs> who needs an excuse really yeah I'm going to hit this stuff head on from now on instead of uh you know running the other way yeah. I love it yeah I cool. love it I said I love it I do yeah. love it so I'm just gonna own it I love it <laughs> well we all have this saying we all yeah, all of us will have a little saying and, and you're I love it so that's, that's, cool. that's cool. And thank you so much for having me. Uh, I've just looked forward to seeing how this podcast goes and I encourage everyone, get on board and take that imperfect action because that, okay. that's, that's where the magic happens when you take the imperfect action. Yes. Thank you so much, Kate. No worries. Okay. So that was a lot of information. I just want to run through the five steps again really quick so we can wrap it up. Number one, what are you doing when those feelings pop up? Number two, what are your emotions, mood, vibe, posture like when those feelings pop up? Number three, what are your thoughts or memories associated with it? Number four, it's my favorite. Focus on who you're serving. What will they miss out on if you chicken out and don't do the thing? 
Number five, write a letter to the person you're serving who would benefit from the outcome and sign and date it because that is an official contract that you are going to look back on and be so excited about your growth in that area. Anyways, here's your next step. Go grab Kate's worksheet and really promise yourself that when these things pop up for you, you're going to commit to working through these five questions to get to the bottom of it. Cool? To grab the worksheet and any other links from today's episode, check out the show notes at deannaseymour.com backslash six. See you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And I might just read your review on a future episode. And remember, the beauty's in the imperfections.